0: Isn't it funny how we all start off with a plan or conception of what our life and career will look like, but oftentimes we end up in a completely different place than we ever could have dreamed? Well, this is a podcast where we sit down with celebrities, athletes, and entrepreneurs to hear how they handled life's unexpected events. I'm your host, Andrew East. I'm an engineer turned professional athlete turned entrepreneur, and I'm super excited to bring you these stories to help inspire you to reach your dreams, no matter what they look like. Today's guest is one of my best friends. He's a musician, he's a YouTuber, and an all-around great guy. Matt Yokum, known as Matt Slays to many, is one of the funniest people I know, and he's going to tell us about his transition from hotel sales to being an online influencer with a cult following. You can find him on YouTube by typing in Matt and Rebecca, and on Instagram at Matt Slays with two S's. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Matt Yoakum. I appreciate you taking the time and being willing to sit down with me, though, Matt, because I've been looking forward to this interview for a while. Really? Because you have an amazing story, man. Oh, but my before gosh. we get into that, I gotta let the people know that you are the best host that I've ever been around. Enough. I'm not kidding you. Your grilling skills could improve, but hosting in general—I'll no, be honest. I <laughs> <kidding>. didn't. <laughs> Last night, I did not uh, grill. Who was in charge of those hot those dogs? Those were the was girls. Or...
1: Okay. Those were the girls. I was—I was gonna be a little surprised. We were setting up the desk in the other room, and the girls like the hot dogs are done. Yeah. i'm like okay yeah. like, no oh, done. okay yeah they were done like 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes ago let's leave uh, them on the grill dude,
0: so <laughs> funny no but you, you've you've been so gracious to sean and i thank you hosting oh us. come on and man I, you never cease to impress me with oh um some new dish you're cooking up or you're always hustling around doing dishes whatever so it's I a lot of like
1: that. um busy work well it looks like busy
0: work I just make myself look busy, and he's like, "Oh man, he's hosting us." It's like, no, I'm just like I'm just walking day. around. Um, so on this story, the, this this whole podcast is okay. about people telling their stories of how they ended up career wise where they are today. Yeah. But before we jump into that, I want you to give a little bit about your background, where you grew up, your family. Yeah. Just to set the context.
1: And, am I supposed to like look at you in the eyes at whole time? I, um,
0: so if you want to be a little sensual, then I yeah, don't know. Sure, I feel no. like I'm like turned away from no, right you right now. No, you I don't have, ha- a you don't have to. <laughs> I don't know how comfortable it's going to make me feel. Uh, you can make it's,
1: intimate uh, eye contact. Okay, if you okay, will okay. <laughs> I'll make occasional eye contact. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so bet you want to hear a story? Just a little bit about your. Where would you grow up? Okay, like, What's your family like? Yeah, so um grew up in, was born in Colorado. We lived out there for about 10 years until uh, my grandma got diagnosed with cancer. And so um, she didn't have any family that was taking care of her. So we, uh, we just packed up, sold the house, and moved in with her up in uh, Oregon. And uh, I lived there for about 10 years before uh, taking a trip, or I guess less than 10 years, uh, taking a trip down to Orlando to try out for a TV show. Called making the band, yeah, okay. I, I, I guess yeah, your your audience would maybe know what this is, but I think it's still a little bit ahead of your or like before your time. But it was uh, we were I was gonna be in a boy band. We were auditioning. It was like one of the first reality um, shows around music. The only other like reality shows that were on TV at that time were were uh, Real World and Road Rules. So kind of like only on MTV, and this is the first time it was gonna go on like a primetime show. Um, have you ever heard of TGIF? Is that a band? No. Okay. See, exactly. <laughs> ABC used to have this TGIF. It was like Family Matters, um, Full House. Yeah. It was like on every Friday evening, and so that's what this show was on.
0: It was on. The, it was like the, a, l- it was like just the day of shows that they were playing.
1: Yeah, it's like everybody orders pizza and hangs out with the family Friday night TV TGIF. You're,
0: so you're 20 years old trying out for
1: make, making the band? I was like 18 like, trying out for this, and, um, we were, uh, yeah, just, I didn't really have a ton of singing training, but it was, uh, it was a, it was an event. It was pretty fun. What I, was the result? Uh, well, I made it to the top 25, and then in between auditions, I was doing uh, track in college, and I hurt my back, so I couldn't dance, so, yeah, so I just did the singing part, they're like, eh, you know, normally we would try to, like, work
0: you in, but, it's a TV show. We gotta kick you out. You you can't dance, man. So they were gonna. You think if you were able to dance like that, you think you think your dancing skills would have contributed or detracted? <laughs> and, you know, honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's probably better that they didn't do that at that point. Like, oh, he's out. Oh, man. But no,
1: I don't. Know. I have no clue. I have no clue. But fate brought me to. Um, I, I went back to, to college and I was just like, I I don't think I want to do computer science anymore that's that's what you're studying computer yeah computer science. science a major in that and then a, it was a double
0: major uh, with that in business was there a certain reason you got in, into computer science like
1: well i i guess was always into computers and all kind of stuff my older brother was a computer science major as well so okay. just keeping up with that stuff okay that adds trying up, to figure cause, it out
0: because your analytical skills are on point I don't and we'll know. Get into that. i don't know
1: um but yes yeah, uh it was it was cool i i just couldn't focus i i got back to college and I was just like i i can't do anything like this isn't what i want to do so i went and took an internship at disney world and um uh worked my butt off for a while and by the time i was done with the internship i got offered to be in a group um another band yeah another group and so we were in we were called townsend we were um formed in the bay area and so i moved to to california i thought it was gonna be sunny california but i'll be honest daily is probably the like cloudiest place if it's cloudy anywhere in the u.s it's cloudy in daily C- city daily city it's a little bit south of san francisco okay but that's where we were at and um toured around we we ended up uh, we were signed to the same label as smash mouth and the lead singer actually like found it my favorite yeah band, yeah. yeah my favorite band can you give me a song hey now
0: yeah and i'll stop get your game on go play yeah exactly <laughs> uh
1: but yeah the lead singer found us and uh put us on his record label and uh, we started um, doing concerts here and there, and then we got picked up to do this middle school tour. It's the same one that the Backstreet Boys did right before they got broke, um, right before they they got huge, I guess. But it was like with the Reader's Digest, which is another. I don't know if you even knew it. That's it was the biggest magazine. Like, yeah, exactly. Ever, right, huge like, publication. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were. They had all these like um, these middle school magazine drives. You ever heard of that? You ever done that before? Like book, you're like, trying um, to like book-atons? sell. Kind of, you're
0: trying to like sell these magazine subscri- subscriptions. No, it sounds like a like a multi-level marketing. That that's exactly that's what I'm saying. Children. But it was uh, it was like this. I guess. <laughs> well,
1: what it did was it was um, they sell these magazine subscriptions to everybody. It's huge, and um, these kids could make money for the school. Okay. But then also, if they got to a certain level, they get a prize, and we were like the grand prize. So we did a tour of like 200 plus middle schools. It was rigorous, whereas like two to three concerts a day
0: five days a what? week all before three. Oh my gosh yeah it's great how do your vocal cords even endure that man? i don't know i don't you you're young and you just go go do it i have no idea and you were you were the lead singer of this band yeah you have an amazing for anybody who hasn't heard matt matt sing he's known as matt slays to many of you guys but check out on youtube some of his stuff it's amazing and you have stuff on itunes too yeah i think i think so i yeah Probably there's some old boy band clips that are absolute gold that oh, I've seen. I would not say that they're any close to being you gold. <laughs> 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 As your friend,
1: I consider them gold, Terrible. somewhat. Yeah, we're black, black, black male, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But now we uh, we toured around and just things kind of fell apart. And we we broke up and I started working on a solo, solo deal. I moved up to um to Calif or to back up to Oregon, tried to make it, and then moved down to L.A. and um skip back a little bit we i had met rebecca who's my wife now but Mm -hmm. i had met her while we were shooting a music video for mtv at trl which is back now uh but it used to be a really big thing back in the day and um we uh we hit it off and uh been hanging out ever since but um but yeah she was going to school up in santa barbara and i i was trying to make it in la as like a uh singer songwriter and i just got burned Really? burned after burned after burned and i just she's like hey just come up here and we'll figure it out so i moved up to up to uh santa barbara just on a whim and um fell into the hotel business and worked there for um for a little bit and then moved down to la with the job and kept on going and um ended up working in the hotel business for like 12 years and kind of put music on the side i was like i'll just figure it out on my own and kind of um, took a break from that and wow. Then, um Rebecca's YouTube as it recently kind of took off and I started doing
0: it as well about a year and a half ago. You're being super humble. You guys are absolutely crushing it on social media and and your online presence is amazing. We're having like, fun. We're having it's fun. Really really. You guys are you guys do a great job, honestly. And you're you're more disciplined about it than pretty much anyone else I know in ah. in our industry, but so to summarize, it's wild. Okay. So you went from being a collegiate athlete studying in yep. your vertical just so we're clear, was like you said it is like a, over forty, well, close to four, yeah. You a high jumper? I was a high jumper, yeah. Just an absolute freak athlete. Uh, no, if you're, not a freak athlete. Dude, if you jump in over thirty, you're you're top five percentile in the country. Uh, over thirty five, top of one. Over forty, elite dude. That eh. is wild.
1: We, uh, I, I did high jump since I was like, thinking, <laughs> what fourth grade is when you can start doing it. I was just like enthralled by it, and, um, I think I did like six five in high school. It's kind of fun. And then college, I only did that freshman year because, and I got injured. But we did like I think
0: six nine was the the highest. Golly. at that point it was pretty fun. You went from that to being in a boy band. Yes, that by all measures made it. By I all think measures, at that
1: point, yes, we didn't have social media at the time. I'm curious, like what would happen at that point. Huh. We were smart at marketing. I guess if anything.
0: What year was that happening? The boy band? It's a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: not not to put you on blast, man. No, I think I joined the group in two thousand what two thousand? Wow. Two thousand one, somewhere in there. This was boy band. That's this is like therapy. right in the prime. Right in the prime. Wow. It was pretty fun. Radio Disney, all that kind of stuff and And
0: yeah. that was a result of the making the band show. Mm, exactly. Okay. Um, and then you go into the hotel business and you were doing sales? Got into sales, completely different. Completely different. Now they're like one eighty. Did you enjoy that? Or? Yeah, it was fun.
1: I think in all acts of life, you just have to like figure out, or walks of life. In all walks of life, you have to figure out how to like uh, relate to people. Yeah. Um, if you're singing, if you're doing music, you have to figure out how to relate your your music endeavors with them as well. Right. Get into sales, you just have to be more personable to figure out how to relate to that person that you're selling and. I think I don't know. uh, You would know best, but like sports, you just have to practice hard, yeah. Work, put the time in. But I think all of it's just putting in time and and trying to hone in your craft.
0: I remember when we first met; you were still working in the hotel business. Really, we were at the we were at a park in LA shooting our first collab video. Yes, yes, pretty good squad, and. I remember I was like this dude's a genius on the camera. He's like hustling around this this whole shoot would oh, absolutely flop on his face if Matt wasn't here. And you're like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like a side gig while I'm working in the hotel business. So I'm like, what? Like how does this dude do uh, it? We were um I think I think that's like the thing.
1: If you're going to do like YouTube or if you're going to do videos or if you're going to film or something you can't just put on automatic settings. You got to go in there like figure out how to do it. So we're in a. We live in a very fortunate time, I think, right now. Where every like yeah. piece of learning material that you you'll ever need is at at your fingertips. You can watch a, a YouTube tutorial on anything right now, mm-hmm. and it's just. I think it's exciting because there's why would you, there's like there's no limit to how much you can learn and retain. And I think watching the videos will look like learning how to edit. We we learned how to edit while watching YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and then just doing the work. And I think that's what it is like if if there's anything you just you have to you have to study
0: and 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 practice and actually do the work how long did it take you to to master your camera skills in in this whole oh, youtube I wouldn't world i would not say i have
1: mastered the camera skills we bought a uh like a 5D Mark II which is a it's a Canon series camera nice. yeah it's a photography camera originally but we bought it for for videos cuz we saw like one of our friends he he was making movies on these and um we're like oh let 's just get that we 'll figure out how to use it so we that was your entry camera, yeah, it's my entry camera, <laughs> and the camera literally like is one hundred percent manual, like you have to focus uh, yeah. there's no automatic focus on the video. you have to figure out the white balance settings, otherwise it's going to look like crap and i I think it's very interesting because that's that was a great way for us to actually learn we the first hmm. time we shot on it, we had no idea what we were doing. The video did great though, and we just kind of learned from there and then We'd worked with other people,
0: learned how to use the camera, and went on from there what What was the initial inspiration to even get into the youtube like did Rebecca just start it? On yeah, wind, so or? I mean
1: that's honestly it's a lot of her story um but kind of clip notes of that is she, i mean she she was doing uh traditional acting and we just got to the point where we couldn't rely on on somebody else mm-hmm. to do like let's just make our own content and let's do it not to make this a career, but let's just make our own content because if there's so many people in LA that they're like, Oh yeah, I'm an actor. I'm out here acting, but they're really like a waitress. They're, right. they're, they're not actually working on acting. We're like, we need to actually work on this stuff. So, yeah. a little bit. so we, we just started writing little skits doing, doing whatever it is. And I mean, we're no professional at this point, but we were, doing work i think to get us to the spot where we're at right now
0: wow wasn't yeah. your first video like a like a shark attack parody or something oh like that? gosh! i don't know if we should we, mention that, <laughs> yeah. i don't know if that's good to we put, put i mean our first content out, content
1: was definitely geared to a different audience <laughs> than what we have right now <laughs> Yeah. how would you describe your audience that you target now um you know i i think uh engaged um they're the generation that's out right now I think is it's a cool time too. It's we went from when I was younger to watching like T V, everybody watched TV. Like you waited till your show came on and then also the new generation came in where you had TiVo. It was like this new thing and then you can like start recording and then everybody started getting these different devices where you can actually like record shows. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like T V like the new generation that's out right now is not watching T V, they're watching content. They're watching YouTube content. They're watching platform content where they're not like they have so much more control over what they watch instead of just like oh, it's a scripted TV show. This is what it is. But uh, that's why I think it's an exciting time right now. But I I would say our audience kind of falls into that where they are like first generation full time YouTube consumption, which is amazing. It's
0: pretty cool. It's the since we've been introduced to it, I've been so amazed and really personally inspired because youtube and all these social media platforms give people access to an audience that like truly they have a connection with like no network like abc nbc these huge productions can connect with like you guys have a connection with your audience that they see you on the street and like they might cry because you guys have changed their perspective on x y or z and it's like so cool that you're able to build that relationship just through the like the you know the the ten minute or fifteen minute videos that you're putting out a couple times a week.
1: I think we're we try not to make like the content about us as much as like the content. Hmm. You know, I I see we see a lot of like people out there making content that is like, oh, I'm the star, I'm doing on this. Well, right, like for us, like I know for me personally as well, it's just about making good content. I don't have to be the star. I don't have to be anything. I just want to put out good content that people enjoy watching.
0: Yeah so i remember one of the most powerful videos i feel like you guys put out was i think you guys were making slime and then oh God. rebecca got a call about her grandma oh
1: uh, yeah it was a pancake art challenge that's right it so. was the weirdest thing we um rebecca was uh was in her room getting ready and we were getting ready to do a pancake art challenge and uh she just felt this this presence and she was like instantly was like oh my grandma and she came out and told me, and I was like, "What time is it right now?" Let's just like remember like what time it is right now. Mm. And we started filming, and within like 15 minutes into it, she got a call or a text from her her mom, saying that her grandmother passed away. And ever since then, it's just been she's had like this connection, like with her her grandmother. And I think she always right. had even when, while she was living, but um, she it was it was pretty interesting, like very emotional. And we chose to keep it in there because it—it was—it dealt with the situation. I think it's—it's it's honest. It's our most viewed video on our Matt and Rebecca channel, mm-hmm. and I think the reason why is because it's—it's a very relatable thing. Every, everybody is, everybody has, or will deal with with death at some point. And um, I think when you do that, you look for some way or someone to relate to, or some way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I. I think going back to the the generation that's out right now, they really look online for ways to kind of cope and and um, deal with situations. And that video really struck a chord, I think, with a lot of people. Yeah. And that's why we we kind of we we kept that in there because um, it was a very real and raw and um, emotional state where you see somebody dealing with the situation. And I think she, you know, she dealt with it great. Like it in is at peace with just because of the situation with her grandma. Um, it was her time. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was a very, I, like, I'm glad that you brought that up. It was just, like, a very raw and emotional yeah. thing where you actually get to see us, like, real for a few minutes.
0: And that and that's an extreme example, I think, of, of what makes your guys' content so cool is, like, the way you two relate with each other, the way you relate with your fans or whoever else shows up on the camera, like, your the people you collaborate with behind the scenes for sure, but also on camera, there's a lot of lessons in humanity in general, I feel like, in in that, you know, like I'm learning something about life when I watch that interaction between in that pancake art, you know? Yeah. And that makes it, makes it special that. and that makes it powerful. Yeah. Uh I, I think I I got fortunate in really finding
1: a really strong and um emotionally like based like emotionally like centered person yeah. to spend the rest of my life with and I think I'm pretty fortunate. I mean, you got the same thing as well. You know, like yeah, for I think sure. both of our, our women kind of come from the same background. Mm-hmm. Um, both in the gymnastics world, not, might not as extreme as yours, but um, I think they're both pretty self-aware, and um, it's it's cool for us like to to be a part of that as well.
0: Yeah, it is a huge blessing to to be able to have somebody that is, as you said, self-aware. Yeah. Um. Yes. What is your What is your perspective on Social media as a whole, because you guys have been in it uh-huh. now for, like, like, two years, three years? Maybe yeah, we've Rebecca. been in it for a few years. Um, I think social media has evolved to,
1: like, as as we are kind of, I, I guess I can just circle back to what we had said before. It's like social media now is is basically how um, this new generation is consuming media. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's it's not TV. It's not movies. And... They, they get to, like, their their interactions online is basically how they interact, I think, somewhat
0: even more than what they interact with people in, in real life. Do you give any credence to people who bash social media for actually detracting from the connection? I Okay, so here's, I, I think there's some good and bad things. I think,
1: like, physical, in-person interaction is very important. Yeah. Um, like, I I would rather have you guys come up and hang out at our cabin right now than talk to you on the phone, yeah, you know, or like shoot you a tweet or something like that. Right, I think interaction in person, but also I think there are moments where you can kind of like drop some of your walls and and be whoever you want to be on on social media and actually like learn maybe a little bit something about yourself that you normally in in a
0: in a in person environment wouldn't experience. What do you feel like you've learned since you've done? Because well, you you've logged this dude uh, works like crazy. Uh, my boy uh, Matt works like crazy. You vlogged for how many days straight? We did five hundred and twenty, I think, days straight. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was the, the most entertaining content. It was content though. You did crazy. I mean you was were doing fun. artistic shots. Uh, we were we were having fun, I think. At the end of the day we wanted to to uh, establish on the platform and um really like get a mindset where every day we're working and and putting in the work, but it just got to the point right now where we're trying to like scale back and and just put out good content, and not
0: just to put up content because we need to do a video every single day. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Was were you trying to keep up with the algorithm? Like when you're trying to pump out that much content, was it too? I think at first we were we knew that the algorithm
1: kind of was more based on on daily. But now I think it's amazing because it's actually just based on quality, right? Which is
0: maybe how it should be. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was a tr- we tried vlogging for three straight weeks. You guys did tell- good, dude. I tell you what, man, we couldn't. Um, we were in Europe, and a it's a it's a grind, dude. Like yeah. I hate, I hate to use that word, but you're you're trying to fit in any time you can during the day to film. You have to you have to really plan out your days. You guys did that way uh-huh. better than we did and then you have to edit it, upload it, do all the back end stuff. Yep. 500 days straight is
1: wild. It's gets intense. Yeah, but I I don't know. I guess I learned about like setting up a a day beginning, middle and end. Yeah. Like the the hard part is always just to be like, "Oh, I need to be, I should be filming this." Ah, yeah. you know, you like that kind of stuff is is annoying, but now it's just a little bit more uh planned out.
0: Do you feel like you have a better work-life balance now? Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: You had a quote today
0: that was pretty funny. What was the I uh, did?
1: Yeah. Well I don't think you it was you. <laughs> but you had read it out loud this morning. You were like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh no matter where I am or what's going I I am gonna it misquote me, this. It took
0: me twenty three years to realize that no matter what meeting you are in, as long as you throw out at some point it's all about finding that balance, people will nod their heads. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's like, oh, man. I don't know. I I think
1: balance is good, but I also think uh, if if this is what, if you have something that you want to do, you gotta, there's no balance. I mean, you just, you just gotta do your, your job and, and go for it. You know, like at some point you can't, you gotta kind of say, hey, I can't be selfish on, on me time. I need to put in
0: work right now and be the best at what you're doing. Okay. Do you, do you find struggle with that with your wife? Cause you guys work together. Sean and I work together. And I'll we just have... say like, we're in a, we have a much happier life right now doing less Without content. Vlogs. Yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yourself? Um, uh, yo, yeah, Sean and I. I mean, it's, it's it's really hard because we're both coming from like the athletic world. I'm like, hey, we have to do X, Y, and Z every single day. These yeah. daily disciplines, if we're going to set ourselves up for success, and yeah. it's it's kind of hard when there's a lack of structure. We're self-employed essentially, and and our success is completely up to us. And so there's a little bit of a burden that I feel to just we got to be cranking this out. There's always something more you can do, which I yeah. love. That's part of the reason I love it, but it's also a little daunting and it's hard not to let it creep into the relationship and, yep. and taint that. So, uh, that's something we we're definitely learning how to, how to do better. But what, what daily disciplines do you have? Do you feel like help you with your success?
1: Um, I think a big thing that for us, at least I'd, I'm trying to do do this still, like, but I think it's super important. It's like, I need, I need to get outside. I need to have to get out of the house. Really? Yeah, because like you get to the point where you just you're spending days in in the house, you know. And, yeah. Uh, one thing that vlogging really did was it was uh, it really made us kind of skip out and and get outside a little bit more more exciting interactions with
0: people. Yeah,
1: I, I think that was pretty fun.
0: Do you feel like you've you've grown in qualities as a YouTuber? Because they're known as kind of loud. Obnoxious, like, do you feel like you've, uh, you've? I, I think there's a certain group of people that are known as loud and obnoxious. Yeah,
1: that are really kind of going for that, over the top, like. But I think you could be subtle, and or subtle and just have like a a really neat story. Yeah, people love that too. Like, there's yeah. a whole that's a great thing about the about YouTube is that anybody can go out there and be the best at what they do. Yeah. and be successful. Right, but I think it's all about kind of. Being that the best, not only at, at creating quality ton, content, not only creating quality content, but also like relating to your audience, yeah, the most.
0: Um, who is your team that's that's helped you guys? I, this is a question that like I the Denver I always Broncos. Throw out there, or? You get, you are a Broncos fan, and it kind of hurts my feelings because you know I grew up a Colts fan, yeah, and to see the Broncos kind of poach him was was tough, but. On a daily basis, your team, I feel like there's always a group of people that help you, whether that's your parents from behind the scenes or, you know, someone who inspired, like we were inspired by one of Sean's friends to start a YouTube channel and they kind of continue to help. You guys honestly are are part of our team as far as, I mean, we sat down for 20 minutes today and I feel like I learned so much about the YouTube backend. Which is never ending, and you could always adjust. And you're it's no one kinda knows like getting, it. That's, yeah, the, <laughs> that's the scary, scary part. Game. Yeah, it's freaking. But
1: who, who is your team? Is it? I think we're on a we we definitely have a, a good little group of people, but um, it really kind of starts with the two of us being on the same page. Yeah, and and going through it, we're a two person team for a long time, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of I think the most important part is you knowing all aspects of your job mm-hmm. before you start asking more people to help you out right you know what i mean yeah i think that's that's in order to be successful i think in that you have to kind of understand all of that and that's why I like reaching out to other people to, to help out we um are uh, fortunate to have some really great mentors or people that like in the within the community to say hey are you seeing this hey are you seeing this and yeah. we we keep somewhat silent i think on on the general on that kind of stuff but we we try to keep our feelers out we, yeah on, on that end as well. Um, we have a good YouTube rep on that side. And then also uh, we have a, a really good MCN rep right now too. Yeah. That just is great on stuff coming down the pipe, pipeline and getting, just being a good person. I, I spoke with him today and he's like, yeah, you know, you guys are doing really great. Um, but the best part is, is that you guys are being good people. while you are doing it?
0: And wow. That's like, powerful. yeah, man. I think
1: having like that kind of, that group of people around really puts everything in perspective because they're not just working with you because they want to make money. They, they want to do something good too.
0: Yeah. So you guys have introduced us to an incredible community of people that honestly, if it wasn't for you guys, we probably wouldn't be out in LA. We would definitely be a little more isolated. These game nights. Yes. That that we first started off doing. We got to get back to that. I'm missing dude. Okay. So much fun. Um, Yeah. So okay, so two more questions before yes. uh, we get into some fan. Qu- we'll ask Perfect. three or four fan questions. Um, do Did you miss the structure of? You were working in the hotel business, mm-hmm. a, a corporate job. Do you what? miss that structure? That's or? the thing. I think we've we've treated the
1: the YouTube and you were saying this earlier. We I, we have somewhat of a structure, right? Um, and we keep that pretty good. Like, I I don't miss a structure of somebody else's like business. And mm-hmm. I love having, like, to work on the structure of our own business. It's kind of fun. That kind of sets it apart. And I, I think just ha- having the mindset to to continually like move everything forward, has been great for us. Did you hear that? What is that? Is the that thunder. The one? What? Yeah. Oh wow. We're in the mountains, people. <laughs> <A> little <laughs> right, thunder be ASMR before. out here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Last one. In one word, summarize your feelings on the algorithms and for those of you who are listening that don't know what the algorithm is it's the YouTube and Instagram and all these different platforms have a, a system in place essentially a, a, like a back end um, I don't even program that yeah. essentially ranks your content and how they display it I don't even know like
1: it, there's no layman's term on how to describe it Like, you yeah, know, your mean? feelings on it though okay, my feelings on it it's going to be a hyphenated word I think <laughs> I can hyphenate this I hope I okay. can
0: love hate Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I get that. All right. You ready for some fan questions? Let's hit it. Um. Uh, okay. Let's see. Kylie Duran asked Matt. Dot. 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 What do you slay? Which is a t- it's a tough oh, question. But cool how, did, question. how did the nickname? Oh my gosh. It's too self indulgent.
1: I just kind of kept running with it. But I had somebody like, "Oh, Matt, you just slay." And I was just like, "Okay, cool." And then they're like, and then they had put out this tweet that said, "Matt slays." And then we just kind of kept running with so it. So you was it a self-created nickname? I then? did not create
0: that. Cause it's
1: it kind of <laughs> sounds like it now. I hear that. I no. hear what you're saying.
0: It's not self-created. Uh, does Somebody even, else had given that. What percentage of your fan base do you think knows your last name? Um, Is it widely known?
1: 2%.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. A, a person by the name of Sean Johnson asks, how does he get <laughs> his hair to look so good? You, you know, I learned from the best, Andrew. Great, she brings up a great point, man. <laughs> I have asked you. You use wax, right? Uh, wax. Oh yeah. my gosh! And just the you know the highlight genetics of it is great. <laughs> um, all right, Mano.a.13 dot a dot thirteen asks, "What is your biggest fear?" Biggest fear is, oh man, biggest
1: fear is not is failure, I guess. Biggest fear is failure. Really? Yeah. What is your biggest fear? Besides <laughs>
0: spiders, I know. You know, keep that off the table. No, not, no I've always said feel of failure. I think, I think disappointment, like, yep. I think I'm okay with, so this whole podcast started because my own career has been redirected. I started off as an engineer at b yes. went to business school. I thought I was going to be a missionary. That's why I did engineering, went to business school. And then I like, you know, I got picked up in the NFL, didn't make it. And so after my first time getting cut, I'm sitting around on the couch, two months, depressed. And I'm like, I got to do something with my life. Yeah. And so then I, I we started the social media stuff. I've learned so much and it's been awesome. But I never expected to ever end up here. Uh, and so like it, it's not it's not that I would fail as much because I think some people would view my NFL career as a failure, even though no, I mean some people would in, in the NFL world for sure. Well, but, but, okay, but the NFL
1: world is accounting for like the top point zero zero three percent of people that have ever played football.
0: I don't know. You worked out with me, you know. You know I'm not that great at that. I mean, I, I threw up. I couldn't keep up. Uh. <laughs> right. Come on. Um, you uh, Okay, we'll do two more. So Khaki Clan asks, where did you meet Rebecca first? You kind of mentioned it, but yep. what was the city?
1: Um, San Jose. We were okay. on the
0: set. Uh, actually,
1: no, first place we met her, she was a um, a professional cheerleader for the San Jose Sabercats Love arena that. football team. Love what, that. What? And um, we had met. We were, we were going to be doing the halftime show at this. Uh, it's called the Silicon Valley Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good size thing and they were um we were just at like a meet and greet and we had ran we had met them at that point the whole uh, cheerleading team the boy band and the cheerleaders met
0: (sighs) they were in your video you right
1: yeah yeah yeah. and that's kind of how we just hit it off hit it off
0: later yeah uh so this will be a good transition into i want to talk about anything you have to promote because you guys have an awesome series but sophia balco and there's a lot of questions about this man wants to know if you know who the game master is yet (laughs) That's it, what I'm saying. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, the people are freaking out about this yeah. thing. So, to to summarize, for those of you who don't know, Matt and Rebecca are doing a series right now on their YouTube channel. I would very much recommend you guys check it out. Where it's it's like a suspense thriller type of. Yeah, each video kind of leads to the next one right now. But yeah, it's wow,
1: it's been uh, it's been a, a ride. We did not expect it. Kind of started off actually here. We found some clues here, and we'll find out what happens. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay
0: okay, so, so can't answer your question, yeah. Sophia. Sorry. Um, all right, we'll close with this. Yes. Three pieces of advice that you would tell anybody listening mm-hmm. career wise. Like, what have you learned in your career? Okay, so three pieces of advice. I'm just going to go
1: ahead and say it here. Always work hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, here, here, okay, always work hard. Stay passionate about what you are doing. And I think that goes without saying that you have to be passionate with what you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to have you're not going to be able to work hard at what you do. So, work hard, stay passionate at what you're doing, and I think at the end, just you got to find the
0: balance. Find the, <laughs> <laughs> find the balance. True. Words. That way, everybody loves me right now, right? True like everybody's like, yes, yes, I get it. that now. Yes. Hey, I appreciate you sitting down, man. Of course, this man. Was, this was a highlight for sure. It's been fun. But. Hey, guys, it's Andrew, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Redirected. If you find this podcast valuable, there are a lot of ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever platform you happen to listen from. You can share it with your friends on social media, blogs, or on your own podcast. Also, head over to andrewdes.com for more information and to request your favorite celebrity, entrepreneur, athlete, or anyone else who inspires you. And while you're at my site, be sure to sign up for my newsletter so you can get updates on other fun stuff going on. Also, you guys know I love connecting with you, so if you want to reach out to me directly on Instagram or Twitter, my handle is at Andrew AndrewDEast. Thanks again, and we hope to see you next time on Redirected.